Hello, everybody, and welcome to another rebroadcast YouTube Live Monday. We're going over to Fort Pierce, Florida, and we're going to Cincinnati, Ohio. Now, we cannot leave Texas out. What do they all have in common today? Well, come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, what up, what up, what up, Insane Rhetoric? This is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. What it do, sis? What it do? What it do? How y'all doing this morning? Oh, okay. I ain't gonna get no answer. You said, how y'all doing? You know how you doing? Oh, that's, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm doing good. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? It's all good in the neighborhood. See, that's why I'm going to go back to saying good morning, y'all. Mm -mm. And I'm going to start saying, how do you know you're a redneck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No. That's how it <laughs> <sighs> what's good man what's good um, man mm -hmm. what's the problem nothing I'm, I, I, ain't gonna, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be like Jada Pinkett today and how was that tell my life my personal business <laughs> <laughs> hey listen man I'm so tired of her neck you know what I'm saying? I was just like, I don't know what to do. I was like, that's like, that's not, I'm I'm tired of hearing that. Like, I'm tired of about hearing about Ukraine. I'm on the side of Ukraine, but man, I'm tired of hearing all that. It's just, it's freaking crazy. I don't know. But I will say this. I wish so, somebody could go over there and do something. Yeah, yesterday, I, do. I was with my friend and she was like, you know, she, she follow us and stuff. And she was like, so, so what's you know, she liked the playlist. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Y'all, I got a playlist. Y'all need to go on over to insanerhetoric.com. Spell with a K. Go into the she shit. Follow the it's a follow my blog. Playlist. It's a monthly blog called Faith Face Playlist. It's some nice music over there. So she was like, oh. Hit the subscribe button right now, though. And follow and like. Listen. So, um, she was like, she was asking me about the playlist. What you know? What's the song for next month? Mm -hmm. Was it, she wanted to know was it going to be Mother's Day inspired? Mother's Day next. In case y'all didn't know, Mother's Day next month. So. If y'all have women in y'all life that care about that, y'all might want to remember to get something. So take Why does Mother's Day get more tick than Father's Day? Well, well, it's getting it today because we ain't got Father's Day yet. That ain't my point. <laughs> oh, okay. So I told her what the song was. I'm gonna give y'all a sneak preview. It's, 
It's dear mama, Tupac. But here's how I answered her. I said, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about Tupac. Cause I'm tired of everybody talking about, uh, people writing dead letters. I'm, I mean, I'm tired of everybody talking about person. Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. She was like, but they're not talking about Tupac. I was like, yeah. Tupac, people, we talking about Tupac and we talking about Jada Pinkett and Will Smith, but I'd rather us just talk about Tupac. Right. Right. Because the daughter writing letters to a dead person. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know I sit on the fan. I'm sorry. Listen. If, two, if Tupac is dead, we don't know. That hasn't been proven. Apparent, according to Willow Smith, he not dead. According to a lot of people, he's not dead. Oh, well. So, you know, I. it was a very powerful song. And so, and I'm guessing since I've been on Insane Rhetoric and Learning, because we the Sesame Street of uh, for adults, I'm guessing that it's probably far more people going through that type of motherhood Heck yeah. than the type of lifestyle I had when I was growing up. Mm. And even when I was raising my kids, mine wasn't like that. So um, I had some of those elements, but not crack bean mama mm. Mm, mama I knew you were say that. <laughs> and had it oh, yeah it's, it's a lot of people out there that's that's dealing with I was stuff. trying to hurry home and make a hot meal on the hot plate though like you know what like I was I don't, I don't even know what a hot plate is I got an idea it's like is it like one of them like a little griddle thing like a little metal little flat pan and you just i don't know what is it i don't know because I, I oh so according, it's like a, according to the red dragon i'm not woke because now i don't know what a hot plate is <laughs> leave her alone <sighs> we're down huh? no, leave her alone. Well, we had real we had real stoves in our house and all that good stuff I we did know. too but just when i, I but, no i'm just saying i just just because i don't know what a hot plate is don't don't mean don't mean nothing <laughs> so what is a hot plate it's like an electronic little skillet oh, okay. little skillet that you don't have a you don't have a stove but you got like a little burner or a little electronic skillet. Is that what they used to make grilled cheese in? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think I'd have seen. But that. I'm going to tell y'all, when my kids were little, I was living somewhere we didn't have a stove. Long story, landlord. Uh, it wasn't a ghetto. It was in a posh neighborhood, but it's a long story. It, it it wasn't in the ghetto, but you didn't have a stove. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like telling the long story today. Don't don't tell it. I I I wait for later. <laughs> I wasn't in the ghetto. It was a it, I was living in River Oaks. Because that's 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 a bad. I was living. Okay, if anybody been to Houston and know the Galleria area, yes, that's where I was living. 
Okay. I know the area very well. I know the area. So you wish you the back, you wish you on the back side of the gallery or the front side of the gallery. I can walk to the like gallery. a block to be at the gallery. So like the gallery is like one of the big time malls down in Houston and it's off of I-10 and like it is um if you was in Missouri it would probably be considered like Clayton or a Plaza Frontenac. It's a well to do area. I can't believe they didn't have no store there. Maybe because Maybe because the majority of the people that was out there were white people and they was always dining out. Because, you know, like, really, white people don't cook. They do cook. No, they don't. I learned a delicious uh, meatloaf recipe from a white woman. You tried it? It's really good. You tried it? I tasted it, and then I have remade it several times. Did you add some to it? You did it just like she said it. Mm-hmm. To the letter. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I believe it, but I, okay. So wonderful recipe. What was the woman name? We give we give her credit on insane ready. What's her name? Oh my god! You don't even know. I forgot her name. Okay, so we're going to call her the meatloaf lady. Shouts out to the meatloaf lady. When I remember, I tell y'all so we won't have to call her the meatloaf Shouts lady. Shouts out to the white meatloaf lady down in Texas who taught, who taught uh, Ice how to uh, do uh, meatloaf. Shouts out to her. You know who I'm you are. i tell you that most, most quote-unquote black people, you know, they got to have meatloaf the regular way all the time. Yeah, I don't know that. You would look that. at it and you would be like, it looked like meatloaf, but it had some other ingredients added into the meatloaf that you wouldn't necessarily add. Listen, I I I I can I can go with that. I can believe what you're saying. Like I have a brother who um who actually did like a vegetarian lasagna. And I was I like that. I was like when you when you know something all the time and that's what you was brought up on, it's kind of hard to change change directions in that. But I tried it and it was like it was like real good. I was I was actually shocked. Yeah. And the simple fact that of course it was better for you because ground beef is not all that good for you. Stay in your system too long. So I don't know. Like vegetarian pizza, I had that before at the boathouse. You know, but mm. yeah. So I forgot the story. I was getting ready to tell y'all. Oh, I was gonna tell you about a hot plate. Okay, so I had a hot plate. I had a hot plate. I, I purchased a hot plate. They provided a microwave, and for like six to eight months I cooked from this hot plate and this microwave so the whole meals like food because my children were smaller well Mm -hmm. 
they were well so they so my daughter went from yeah they they was they was like junior high high school age yeah where you can basically feed them anything where you can basically feed them anything. Why would I do that? Like, like junior high kids eat like stuff on the run that's like real quick. Oh. You know, that like they I don't, don't know. Have, I, I, they don't I, have I, to have like real sit down for meals at well, that. Well, my age. children did. You know I don't know. Saying? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I cooked Man, every I'm day the, the, until the, both the, of my children was 18 <laughs> and like grown. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I mean, like most of the kids, like in junior high right now, man, you get them a juice in a bag of chips, they out the door. It that's don't crazy. Take, it don't take much to like to. No, nah, it's just the signs of the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the world is so fast, you don't have really time to just really sit down and eat like that. I mean, because I I know a lot of people that send their kids out like that. Because everybody's rushing out the door, you know what I'm saying? You got lunches that's like, you know, you might have a sandwich in the lunch for a kid or something like that. But like just straightforward sit down meals, you can probably count on two hands how many times people just actually make meals like that now just to send kids out the door. It ain't like that. Like, you know, because hey, I grew up like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like my mama cooked like major meals and then we just packed that as lunches. I don't really do that no more. So mm -hmm. okay, so I I cooked every night until my kids was like 18 ish. Mm -hmm. I cooked every night. I cooked meals. And I cooked them in this hot plate in this microwave. Like lavish like I could tell you how to make a meatloaf in in a microwave. I can mm -hmm. tell you, like like the microwave companies when you get the little microwave and they have the little booklet to go with it. They oh, tell no, you no. about how you can cook a turkey, how you can cook a micro, how you can cook a this and this, all of this in the microwave, and most people don't do it. That's because most black people don't read them memes. They just use plug so, in the microwave. I didn't read it either. <laughs> We're not gonna revoke my black card today. I didn't read it either. I'm just saying. However, I'm just I used my noodle, my brain, <laughs> and I figured out how to make these full-on meals in with only the hot plate and the microwave. Yeah. So right. rice, macaroni and cheese, things you don't think of, like whatever I was cooking, my 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 uh, menu and what things I like to eat or whatever it was made between this high plate and the microwave. All right. Well shit like shouts out to shouts out to to ice because you know you're a black woman shoot y'all have to come up with like crazy ideas to make sure the kids are together you know what i'm saying so i mean I, and then when it came to their sandwiches if i made if i made lunch if because because i would just make sure the cafeteria lady was good mm -hmm. so that whenever they went through the line at any age because even at, when they got to high school the high school they went to they had the cafeteria line, but they also had these like little hot dog stand and all this. Mm -hmm. So 
I would just make sure that everybody that was feeding them was good. And then they could get and eat whatever they wanted okay. at school. But if they but but if I made lunches, uh okay, sorry y'all. If I made lunches, uh I'm notorious for my sandwiches. Even their friends used to want send my sandwiches. Yeah, okay. All right. Like you get a sandwich, you swear it came from a sandwich shop from me. Okay. Man, that's true. She I don't make them pookie butt sandwiches with the one little piece of uh oh I said pookie butt. I'm sorry. Is that a bad word? Some people might think it's it, uh, who cares what people think? Pitiful <laughs> sandwiches. Can you tell me how to get okay? <laughs> Pookie butt sandwiches with the little one piece of meat and the and piece one of piece bread. Cheese. Don't forget the cheese. The cheese and bread. I ain't make that. Like, hey, y'all put cheese on the sandwich. I did. If they wanted oh. cheese, they got cheese. But they didn't get like the American craft singles. They didn't get that. I didn't buy that. That was processed. I didn't buy what that. What they get? They got like real cheese. Like my people would eat my sandwiches and the cheese would be good and they would be like, what kind of cheese is this? And my children be, they was young and they was hollering, Havari cheese. They was hollering who? See. Havari Swiss. Oh. Oh. Provolone. Like. I thought you was going to say government cheese. Government cheese was the key. I had, oh, okay, let's put. <laughs> government cheese was. It was fun. It was fun to go through the fire station and get the government cheese and the government food and talk about the government cheese and the government food, my kids. And some of it they ate and some of it they didn't. Yeah. Right. Like I say, when it came to hands down government cheese, that is the best cheese for making macaroni and the best cheese for making a sandwich or a grilled cheese sandwich by itself flat out that cheese was the deal matter of fact Biden, you need to uh go ahead reinstitute the government cheese well people won't go to the food line the food that food bank i don't know people people i found out that people turn their nose up at going through the food line that that's because they they they're not really in impoverished they're just broke there's a difference let me tell you something okay y'all y'all gonna think bad of me but it was so many people during covid like deep covid like shut down click like you ain't got no job no more that one that part of covid so many people that was enjoying them food bank lines then. And some of them have not recovered and they still in them food bank lines. I'm going to tell you something about them food bank lines. You need to go get, you need to feed your family. Yeah. Ain't no pride. I don't have that kind of pride. I have, I can be prideful, but I don't yeah. have that kind of pride. So the last time we came together, we talked about bougie people and uppity people you know what i'm saying it's amazing to me how the economy can crash in a sense but not really but crash in a sense where people lose jobs and lose homes cars whatever you lose 
and then they have to be forced to do something that they're not used to doing. You would be amazed at the people who are forced to do things that they're not used to doing and then come back around, regather anything and talk about the same people that they were standing next to. That's the problem that I have with those type of people because what you just did, you're not acknowledging that you was in the same situation as somebody in a continuing situation. You know, uh, um, a lot of people that I bump into like that are homeless and different things of that nature. The reason they can't get jobs is because they don't have IDs and social security cards. You know what I'm saying? Maybe somebody needs to institute something where, you know, the government can come down there and make sure these people get IDs and maybe then they can have some type of job where they can start to be thriving in society but it's amazing to me how people you just you look down on people because you're in a certain situation but then you get up and you don't want to help your fellow brother and that's just that's just crazy because like I say I don't care how good I used to eat if it come down to a point in my life where I can't do nothing and that's all I got you better believe that I'm going to do what I got to do to keep living. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care. But it just seems like you should learn something from that experience. You should, but people are stupid. People yeah. are stupid. They yeah. go into situations and crash and then they go out that situation and they didn't gain anything from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's, and that's, that's, that's what Malcolm said. That's the definition of insanity. You go through a situation, you keep busting your fist against the stone wall and thinking your fist ain't going to bleed. That's insanity. If you want something different, you got to do something different. And hey, like, especially hands down in black communities, man. And I ain't talking about everybody in the black community with what I am saying on a massive scale or something when it comes to uh, crime and and being shot down and drugs, how do you keep perpetuating that situation, man, and not trying to do something different because somebody out there is doing something different and somebody will give you a chance if they see that you are willing to do the work. But if you if you like that situation, then that's what you're going to do. Birds of the feather flock together, man. And if you in that situation and you want to get out, you better cherry up and get with somebody who ain't doing it because that situation, man, incarceration, strung out, or jail. That's it. Ain't all three of those are bad. Like, (laughs) what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And then my thing is, you got to go to the penitentiary to find out what you need to do right. Man, you need some role models. For real. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And that's not to say just Black people. That's any freaking body. Let me be real clear and real transparent. That's anybody. Black, brown, white people, whatever. Shoot. I think somebody need to go and into to the white community and erase erase the 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 doctrine of uh, teaching your kids how to hate black people. That, but you know, hey, that ain't my call. But I'm just saying that stuff don't work. Look where it got America in a hole. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I I my kids used to say my mama could rub two toothpicks together and come up with a meal. Like I, 
Man, listen. I mean, I, I have been, I mean, I have grew up in a household like that. And then when I got old enough to find out all the things that she had to do, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's that that's a lot of work, especially when you have six kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That and just like one girl and then the rest boys. Yeah. That's yeah, that's it. It's, it's gonna be some home folks. <laughs> and it it had and then the killer part about that in that household, I have never been in grow grew up in that household where I couldn't get seconds or thirds. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. everybody ain't fortunate like that. I have a recipe. I only have one recipe, and don't ask me what the recipe is because it was the most horrible recipe ever. That's why I'm gonna ask you. I have never cooked it again. <laughs> but this one particular month, um, I this one particular month, I I undershot the the budget. I undershot the budget, and so. When I when I um got to the end of the month, uh, the cupboard was not bare but skim. Mm-hmm. So the last week of the month, we had all I had left was black beans. Right. Okay, I don't buy many cans, so these were black beans, raw black beans. Okay. Right. And I had some rice. So this one particular day in this last week of the month, mm-hmm. I may call myself making some baked beans. I had I didn't have that much seasoning. And I had some ketchup. I was making some barbecue baked black beans. That's too many names. Barbecue baked black beans. Listen. That's too many names. Listen, my kids, they grown now. They still talk about it. Man, we just just laugh about them nasty beans. (laughs) I was like, but you ate. You can never say that you never went without a meal. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world so check this out please 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 donate to insane rhetoric so we can stay sustain future episodes hey thank you once again fire out
they was like, but that's all we had was them nasty beans. I was like, but you had beans and you had rice. You had a protein, a filling protein and starch where you didn't have to go to bed hungry, like feeling hunger. Like you didn't have to feel hunger. You can't, you can never say that you felt hunger with me. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, that's true, but then being still was nasty. <laughs> they was nasty, y'all. <laughs> but I learned from my mistake. Like I budgeted better than after, right? I had undershot some stuff because I would go to the grocery store and I would, even though I didn't, so, you know, they tell you meal prep and all of that, planning your meals is, is, is key to budgeting your grocery list. Right. And so I never, I, I always did it, but I never wrote it down. So when I go to the grocery store, it takes me a while because I'm reading the labels. I always read the labels. I always read the labels. Even mm. when it wasn't fashionable to read the labels, I was reading the labels, right? And mm. so I read the labels. That's the first thing that takes a long time. Then the next thing that takes a long time is that I'm, so I may pick up, let's say I picked up a can of beans. Mm-hmm. So if I pick up the can of beans, now I'm thinking of a meal that would go around these beans, right? That would mm-hmm. complement these beans. Right. So I go and I get those items too, but but then I'm but then I'm thinking of multiple meals that could go with those beans. Right. Okay. So I've done the meal prep of what's going to be cooked for the month in my head with right. all these every item that I've picked off the shelf I've thought about two or three meals that would go with that and I've put all of those things in the basket right and even if I decide I'm not going to cook that something I thought up there's enough there for me to go off script and cook something else right so then I would go y'all go to the grocery store if you eat meat go to the grocery store go to the meat section and go there's always a section where they have markdown meat go there get the family pack get the markdown meat get okay and so then when i would get the family pack i would break it listen i would look at the family pack and I would say, okay, this is a meal, this is a meal, this is a meal, this is a meal. And then I would repackage it in the freezer bags so that all I had to do when I came home from work was pull out this bag. This was enough. This was enough for one meal. I had this lady I knew, one of my friends, I saw her uh, years later. She was like, girl, you don't know how much you taught me about grocery shopping and motherhood. She was like, that whole thing when you used to break the meat down and put it in the different bags, I would take it, I would wash it off, and then I would break it down in these different um, freezer bags, mm-hmm. and then I would put it back in the freezer. Right. And, you know, then I'd put it in the freezer. Then when I take it out the freezer, throw it out, I wash it up again, 
and then I cook it. But but I beat about the big family, big packs of meat. Right. And took that and separated it. Even like if I bought a couple of pounds of shrimp, I would get home and count out how much was enough for each meal. Mm-hmm. So if I bought two or three pounds, okay, so if if a, I know that, you know, typically, you know, if I'm going to do 15 or 20 shrimp, you know, and then I'm going to cut them up and a this and that or whatever. So I would break that down and then put it in the freezer like that. So when I, I just, this is one meal. So you heard it here. You heard it right here meal on Insane Rhetoric. You know, cooking with ice and insane rhetoric. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hey, Can you tell me how to get how to get to insane rhetoric? <laughs> hey, listen, man, listen. So, like, that's 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 some of the um, some of the uh, best things about like you know learning different things from different people because you know you don't know what you're gonna have come in contact with what you got to do to make things work. Especially right. when you don't have a whole lot of money. Right. So, so on another note, uh, what the hell is uh-oh. going on oh. on New York subways these days? Exactly. I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> like, this dude just went into the New York subway on the yeah. train. 17 engine. Throws down a smoke canister and opens up fire. <sighs> he must have. He must have been camping out with Kyle Rittenhouse. It was the morning rush, so maybe he was late for work. It's always the morning rush in New York. Yeah, it was thirty. It was the Brooklyn's thirty-sixth Street station. Yeah, that that is like so crazy, man. And then the killing part, he was black. Why is that the killer part? Because that's usually not what we do. Oh, I, we according to Candace Owens. This is according to Candace Owens. We the most yeah, murderers. We, we, we don't even listen to her. Oh, <laughs> she has not been valid validated by Black society. We don't even listen to her. We didn't approve her. <laughs> she she out there by herself. <laughs> I don't think they caught him yet. Had they caught him yet? No, listen, that's the thing that I don't like about police. He had a good ga- listen, uh, gas mask. They didn't catch him. He seen his picture on the on the news and called the police and turned himself in. But they took the credit. They took the credit saying we have apprehended him. No, he basically walked into your station. The subway dude. Yes. Yeah, so like you like like he he just walking around Brooklyn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, chilling and then just bumping to himself on TV. Oh, I'm I'm on I'm on the TV for some type of atrocity. I guess I'll go call the police and turn myself in. That's how you know there's a problem with mental health. <sighs> you just bombed and shot up some people on the subway. Walk away, see yourself on the TV, and then go turn yourself in. They had five of the people was in critical condition. They were stable, but they was in critical condition. 
Yeah, man, that's like, man, that's like, like so crazy, man. That is like so crazy. Like, who does that? Well, you know, I mean, you know, the Boston Marathon bombing, you know, all that type of stuff, you know, them, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, the, the sharpshooter out of, what, what was the boy name that think they got a life? Sal Bo. Years ago, he was uh, sniping people. Just random sniping people. Up. I think that was in Boston too. He was driving around and shooting people through the keyhole of a freaking uh, trunk. And he had a little young guy with him, and both of them went to jail. And they charged the little young guy for murder too. And uh, I think they gave both of them life. So yeah, yeah, like that's just like crazy, man. You don't know. So did he like? throw the smoke bomb in order to shoot people to yeah. mask himself from being so yeah. why was he shooting people did we ever find out other than uh he has a mental problem but no did problem. he but okay no but i'm asking did he say why he did it like no, regardless of his mental capacity I'm, I, I'm just asking did he have I, a reason why i haven't seen anything that says or nails down that he had a reason to go on those on those uh that subway and and shoot anybody but i would I, okay so but nobody should have a reason to shoot people but oh um, well yeah no i'm not going to agree with that Oh, there's a reason to shoot somebody. If you're in self-defense of your life, it's a reason to shoot somebody. (laughs) So I'm not going to say that. (laughs) But beyond that, just random helpless people, no, there's no reason to do that. But if your life is on the line, then there's a clear, uncut reason to do it. So, uh, but what I heard I, I see your Charlie Brown face. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and and you know what I say to that? <laughs> Whatever uh, on that one. <laughs> no, I mean this is a this is a perfect time to say rub raggy. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so if if the shoe was on the other foot and something you had problems with somebody and your life is online, you wouldn't pull the trigger or stab them. That's what you're telling me. Please lie on. Please lie. Please lie. So that's what you, that's what you choose do. to plead the fifth. All right, wait, just answer. Yeah, that you're, I you're, may you're, incriminate you're, myself. Yeah. You're right, because the Fifth Amendment means that you're guilty. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I I'm saying. I don't want to talk about knives on the show. You don't want to talk about who? Knives. Wow, are you familiar with knives? I guess that would be a yes. <laughs> like I don't know why everybody want to make me out to be the bad guy I am not the bad guy I just clearly say what would happen if your life was on the line I'm just saying everybody wants to live so anyway <laughs> with Charlie Brown it's okay. anyway anyway <laughs> like when they when he was taken into custody because he was not apprehended, 
he started saying things like he had lived in like three or four other states before he actually came to New York. And he was talking about how the, uh, the uh, what is it called? The Veterans uh, People Association or whatever wasn't helping him get the help that he needed. And on top of that, he had lost like three or four jobs. And he said that the system had failed him in in, in mental health and, and, and all that capacity. So did the, the shooter say this? Yes. When oh, they so finally that's why he did it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that that okay. I read into it and heard it later. So he didn't say when he was fi- opening fire. I mean he wasn't talking about it then, but okay, so okay, so we gotta we got a listener, a listener today. Well, no, I mean, I think we got more than one listener today, but I, we got, okay, the listener said, there's not enough mental resources. We need stricter gun control and background checks. Well, don't move to Texas. Well, you know what? I don't know, because I recall some, 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 uh, things years ago what was the name of the guy who walked on to the military base and he was a freaking psychiatrist and he shot up the whole doggone army base so if you can get past military script it ain't really hard to go into a a gun shop and buy a, a gun without a background check or, or none of the, uh, or any of those things. I think people need psychological evaluations to be taking place uh, before you go buy a gun. If you had a history of uh, failed mental health, I don't think you should do that. Like, because the only thing that restricts a person from buying a gun in 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 certain states, it might change from state to state, is you are a felon with a violent assault or you are a person that has a case of uh, abusing people. Those are the two things that they won't, um, they won't allow you to buy a gun Don't, in the state that I'm in. And I know it's in a couple of other states, but this is the thing. Hands down, criminals don't go and purchase weapons legally. So even if you do stricter gun laws on a person and for like a state, a criminal is not buying it from the shop. He's buying them off the street. If that was me, I am not fit to shoot, be out and shoot anybody in the public with my own gun. Now, if I'm at home and they come into my house, that's a different thing because I'm in my house. I am defending my house. So I have the right to shoot you long as your body falls inside my house. So my thing is, the people that's running around with automatic weapons ain't always buying them and putting their name on the roll for uh for weapons. So how do you how do you guard that? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they ain't doing it. 
I used to know people who knew people who would get military grade weapons from certain people. How are you stopping that? It don't matter about the gun law <laughs> because half the people or a third of the people ain't going to buy them legitimately. I don't know. Now, if 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 you if you got a strict process that's gonna take everybody through that, where you can stop the criminals from getting the well, you can stop the criminals from getting the guns, but you want them to have the guns. So that's a perpetuated situation anyway. Just like drugs in America. If you want to stop drugs in America, no black person runs customs. No black person runs a boat yard or flies planes into the country. None. So if you wanted that to stop, you could because that's all you. Let's be let's be real clear about that. <laughs> so, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going for that. It it, it ain't it. Ain't, I I appreciate the caller and saying that, but no, nah, that ain't what what a problem lies. So I don't know what you think. So let me tell you this: you brought up Kyle. Uh, Reading House, but Kyle Carruth here in Texas. Uh huh. So you know, you said if he falls dead inside my house, then I'm defending my house, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about Kyle Carruth here in Texas, who was outside and shot Chad Reed outside the house. Yeah. He went. They were arguing. He went inside, got the gun, came back outside. That's premeditated. Okay. Well, the problem with that though, sister, the problem with that is that was two white boys. So the grand jury voted not to charge Kyle Peru. I bet they did. Them two white boys. There's a civil there's a civil court case going on right now. And now Mr. Carruth is has his deepest sympathies going out to somebody. And listen. So listen, listen. This is what the statement said, the grand jury statement said. We believe there was no legitimate reason for Kyle Carruth to bring a deadly weapon to an argument that he wasn't even a part of. So we start off with some common sense. Chad Reed died unarmed, shot and killed while simply trying to determine the whereabouts of his son. But but you didn't vote to bring charges. Yeah. Hey, and like I said, if that would have been a different situation, if that would have been a black guy and a white guy coming on to that black guy's problem, dealing with a black woman and they child or whatever, and that black guy shot that white boy, he would have had charges before he even made it 
to the police station. Soon as they got there, they already would have been charging him for murder. And unlike a lot of people, they probably would have gave him murder one. They wouldn't have gave him uh, uh, what is a second degree. They would have gave him murder one. This is Lubbock, Texas, y'all, just in case y'all want to know. Lubbock, so, Texas. So, like I say, the, we understand. I can't, I, I don't, I don't agree with uh, the stand that, like, uh, Justice is blind. No, it sees everything. The problem is it sees it from different sides of the fence. And that's that's the main issue. When it comes down to if a if a black person get pulled over with with less than three ounces of weed in their car and it's rolled up in a blunt, which you can have. They'll go to jail for four or five years compared to a white person who would probably wouldn't even spend a day in jail. The system is bent toward white people. I mean, like I say, I, I ain't no racist. I'm just telling you what it is because you designed the system. So he and, has and, and the and the fact that the even the 13th Amendment tells us that we are only three-thirds of a human being, you don't even consider us, you, you consider us more than cattle than you consider us uh, human beings. This is stuff that you want to, like I say, if you want to really argue, this is stuff that y'all need to go check out to find out how people really think about you and why you still have what is called lynching laws in the states and they are not off the books. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Well, they have two wrongful death civil suits, and so they're aggressively pursuing that now. They win a civil case. They win a civil case, but the civil case don't mean nothing. The civil case is gonna get them get them money. If he ain't got no money, you just you just it's a shot in the dark. If the grand jury won't indict a person for murder, then it ain't gonna go nowhere. It's just like this. When OJ got uh, convicted, they wanted to convict him for murder, but he beat the charges. They couldn't win the murder case, so you can't try him for murder no more. They turned right around and sued him civilly because in a civil suit because they knew that he had money and he, they could get something from him. So that's what they did. Mm -hmm. So if the man doesn't have any type of bread like that, you're actually going after that man just for defamation of character because you can't pull nothing from him. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay. <sighs> this gets serious real quick here on Insane Rhetoric. <laughs> Y'all need to like, subscribe, and follow. Because, <laughs> like, we can be joking in one minute, but then, like, hey, we'll jump into some heavy stuff real quick. So, I mean, that's what it is. This is what we're dealing with in 2022. This, this what is what it the is. insanity of it all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The world's upside down. I ain't even trying to make it right outside of insanity is normal now. <laughs> Which is crazy and scary. 
You want to go to Florida now? Wasn't in Florida. So. <laughs> like, shoot, not really. Last time I heard about Florida, Zimmerman was down there killing 16-year-old black guys. And I really don't. <laughs> Listen, no. There's something else going on in Fort Pierce, Florida. I don't even know where that is. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. I got to lighten it up because that Kyle Carruth and, and the subway in, in New York, Texas, New York, they be bringing me down. I, they're, they're depressing states. They are depressing states. It can, it can be depressing. So what happened in Florida? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay listen Fort Pierce Florida the police <sighs> so the police stopped the car and they said they could smell marijuana now back in the day I would say that's not necessarily true People just be stopping and saying that. But listen. I have recently on a daily basis smell marijuana in some people's cars when they came to pick up their kids. And I'm putting their kids in the car. Okay. So I know that this is a thing, okay? It, it can exist. Back in the day, you'd be like, why are they trying to set me up? I ain't even got no marijuana. They planted it, they planted it. Okay, all right. So Fort Pierce police, they, they pulled over the car. They said they smelled marijuana, okay? <laughs> <sighs> they searched the car. No marijuana. And they found cocaine and marijuana in separate bags. And these separate bags were inside the purse of a Miss Kanisha Posey. How much she had cocaine? the purse. Huh? How much cocaine was it? She had the purse on. Um, She had the purse on her lap. Get ready for it, y'all ready? Get, get ready. Hold on to your seat. Ladies, hold on to your wigs. <laughs> they questioned. <laughs> they questioned Miss Posey about the drugs and Miss Posey said quote it's a windy day it must have flown through the window and into my purse (laughs) 
I can't. So everybody know out there in drug land, <laughs> when she said that, she was already high. <laughs> like, are you stupid? <sighs> that ain't gonna fly. Florida. That ain't gonna fly. Florida, y'all, you never, 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 never let us down, Florida. You never let us down, Florida. This is why we come to Florida quite a bit. It ain't gonna work out. But just it flew in my purse. Yeah, okay. See now, what you was you what you was doing. You was rolling up and you laced it with the cocaine oh. and you started smoking it and then you came up with that bogus story, man. Get the hell out of it, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hell out, man. Ain't nobody, ain't no guy that got time for that, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. 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 I, I'm through messing around. People crazy. They're freaking retarded. Freaking Ooh. retarded. Just retarded. That don't make no sense. <laughs> Ooh, wait a minute. Okay. Listen. So the drugs just grew wings like something from Darwin's evolution of species and just flew into the window and into your purse. <laughs> Lady. See, this is why I say. Uh, oh, she's 26 <laughs> years old. This is stupid. She's 26 years old. She admitted to the ownership of the marijuana. Yeah, because she was going to get a lesser charge. Okay. She was booked with one felony count of cocaine possession and a misdemeanor count of marijuana possession. And she was released on bond. So she didn't have a lot of cocaine. <sighs> One felony count. Yeah, you can get that. That's 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 nothing. You can get, you can get that with just a little bit of nothing. <sighs> just depends on where you're at. And then like down and that, that should be it. That should be work. Work. You say Pierce, Fear Pierce, Fort Pierce. How far is that to the bottom of the map on Florida? Fort Pierce, Florida. Like, how far is it down? How far is it? Yeah, how far is it into Florida, like toward the tip of the end of Florida before you get to the ocean? How far is the city? Does the city sit in Florida? Like, Miami is like midway in the middle of the map of Florida. But like, where is that located? Is it located near Pensacola? Where is it in the geographic location is what I'm asking. Do you okay, know? so um, well, hold on. Yeah, we having technical difficulties right now. So put the music on. Do, 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 do. Is that Jeopardy? Do, I don't think you oh, that's do the that. wrong <laughs> I don't think you can do that. <laughs> that's is that the wrong uh yeah that's that's, that's the wrong song. Yeah, that's Jeopardy. Okay. That's old Alex Trebek. 
I miss Alex Trebek. That dude was knowledgeable. Okay. It's on the east coast of Florida. It's oceanfront. The National Navy Seal Museum is there. Um, Hutchison Island. Okay, let's see. Is St. Lucie uh, County? Is part of the Treasure Coast region of the Atlantic Coast, Florida, known as the Sunrise City. It's the sister city to San Francisco, which is the Sunset City. Population 41,590. Yeah, ain't a lot of people there. That was in 2010. Um, as of 2019, there were 46,103. Uh, okay. Let's see. I know you're going to ask me about the demographics. It is. 41% African-American, 45% white, 0.6% Native American, 0.9% Asian, 0.1% Pacific Islander, 2.7% two or more races, Hispanic or Latino, 21.6%. Uh, okay, cool. So it is right above Miami. Miami is the last city before you jump off the ocean. So Fort Pierce is right above Miami, which would be a high drug area because everything is coming off the boat. Isn't that where Scarface was in Miami? Yep. Yep. And isn't that where that with that a Showtime? I think it was no, it was a, it was HBO. No, it was Cinemax. Uh, Magic City. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's right on the coast. Scarface, say hello to my little friend. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I show up here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yo. So, yeah, so all right, four periods right above Miami. So, and I didn't like, I never tripped off of it because I'd have been in Miami a couple of times. Yeah. So, anyway, she said, Miss Posey said that the uh, drugs flew in her purse. So, she was on drugs. That's why they flew in her purse. Can a million dollars fly in the mind? Without me robbing a bank. Well, that would be a problem then. Uh, <laughs> it can't rain down like manna from heaven. I don't think that's how that works. There are several, several places you can go if there is if that's what you want to do. But casino? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can win it at the casino. Yeah, that the, the odds of that. Um. I know. 
you know, like I say, I, I like I don't I don't knock people who do uh gambling like that, but I just I don't trust the machine. Why you don't I'm trust the machine? Because like, you know they fixed to hit a certain time. Oh, they are? Yeah. Yeah. I trust my hand though. Like I could go in and play craps because I trust my hand. I could play uh, roulette or either play, uh, what is it, 21, stuff like that. I trust. Pushing the button and pulling the lever. Nah, I'm, I'm good on that. Yeah. So. <sighs> did you hear, apparently, there was a 16-year-old who, between Evanston, Ohio, and Avondale, Ohio, killed three people in 30 days. He black. When is that always? Because I need to keep count of the black serial killers these days. That's what I need to know. Is he black? Hi. But if the if, if the black serial killers is going up, shoot, we ain't got a chance nowhere. It's either kidnapping or serial killing. Which guy? <laughs> like, come on, I, I gotta keep down. Shoot, okay, they just, well, the, they just caught the. Who was that? It was some old guy that he turned himself in. The sixty-five highway killer. He just turned himself in. He did. Like a whole bunch of shooters in like nineties, the early eighties and nineties. This dude like eighty years old finna die. He finna pull a uh, what's your uh, what's your boy name that just recently died? He finna pull a Robert Durst. Be on court all this all this time, and then before they sentence him, he down. <laughs> like man, I ain't gonna. Oh, so check this out. So they think that his name is his name is Michael Madaris. Mm-hmm. At the time he was 15. He's 16 now. He killed an 18-year-old Avante Baker Beatty, 39-year-old. Your Sally Sammy Sr. and 16-year-old Javier Rudolph Randolph. But at the time that they realized that he was the one that shot them, he was already in jail. Okay. He was already in jail. Okay. He was in jail. Okay, so he was already in jail for the first one's murder, that Avante Baker. Mm-hmm. Okay. But by the time they announced it, they had figured out that he had killed the other two. Oh, so that ain't nothing. They just stacked the charges on top of it. <sighs> they already got him off the street, so they just stacked the charges on top of it. Here, take these two bodies too with you. This, ha- this Hamilton County, y'all. Hamilton County, what? In Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Yeah. 
So this baby was walking. Shout out the Ohio man. (laughs) Oh, hey, Ohio man. I I didn't, I didn't know y'all was doing so many murders. Listen. So this baby person was walking down the street. So I actually been, I actually been to Ohio. So have I. It's a nice, it's a nice place. This is Cincinnati. This is Avondale, Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, actually, shouts out to Avondale. That's where Cat Williams is from. Shouts out to Cat. So I was actually in this neighborhood when I went. I went to go visit this church that's kind of like you have to go that way to get to this church. Okay. Was it a Baptist church? No. Why are you saying like that? <laughs> Like you catch them against Baptist people. Like you were switching. Like, no. <laughs> like, they hold church too long. No. Oh, no. Like, what? Why you say it like that? Everybody going to be in church a long time tomorrow. It's, it's Easter. Tomorrow's Easter. Everybody's going to be in church forever. Listen, the kids, the kids. Listen, the kids at my school, the boys, some of the boys had already had their little uh, haircuts. For Easter? For Easter. Mm-hmm. And the girls, I know we done got off topic, but listen, the girls, I was like, bye y'all. Um, y'all have a, y'all have a great weekend. Can't wait to see your hair, your hairstyles. I know y'all going to the beauty shop this weekend. And every single one of them said yes. Like they going like, to the beauty shop. People, people would tell me, like, they would some some people would say to me, like, if if you know me, then this is a statement that I should not say. If you know me. A lot of people don't know me out there like that in this capacity, but like I think Easter is overrated. I think it's really overrated. I think a whole bunch of these holidays are overrated. Like, you know, so because it doesn't pertain to most of the meanings that are behind them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do stuff, uh, what does a bunny rabbit have to do with freaking Jesus getting up from the grave or something? You know what I'm saying? So like, and like I say, if you knew my stance on certain things, you would. He was like, "Why is he even saying that?" But I'm a realist. I mean, like some of the stuff is just like to overshadow other things that are important and to make money for the economy. I don't, I don't buy into it. You know, whatever. So, but this is the most holiest of holy weeks for people who believe. So. What do the Easter eggs have to do with Easter? I don't know. That's my point. Is that what me, is that when they went to go wash his body down with the burial spices? Did they have Easter eggs for their lunch in their little basket? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> that was more than more than. Did they like camp out near the gravesite and like 
get a rabbit and then sit there and cook the rabbit and have the eggs. Now this is a conspiracy. <laughs> what you just? You know, it might have been a long way, so they had to hunt the rabbits for their food while they were sitting there waiting. Because you know they had carried this stuff this long way, and then they had to go. I don't but when know. they showed up, the stone was rolled away. So. <laughs> <laughs> It sound good. <laughs> Did they like have to stop and have lunch or something? Because they was like, we walked all this long way. He not even I'll, here. It was just this angel dude up in here talking about he has risen. I don't know. I don't know. Because like I say, I wouldn't there kicking with him <laughs> like that. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But that just that just you know, just goes to show you what like what people think and how they believe and they celebrate stuff. I was like, that don't have nothing to do with nothing. I don't know. Is she just gonna barbecue Bugs Bunny on the way to the room? <laughs> Bugs is looking real good right spit. now. We almost we almost at the heel. <laughs> Somebody else got back. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to bunny with the. I, I don't know, but you know, you know, like you know, you know, like it's 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 crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, no, seriously, I don't know. It don't even it don't even attract me to go look it up. I'm not finna even waste my time. How did the bunny get it, be to be the be integrated with, with Easter like? Like, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not even finna, I'm not even finna bother nobody to ask them or look it up. It's just it's not important to me because I just know better. This don't work. This 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 <laughs> this gruesome death and then the rabbit shows up. What what what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm not. Don't it ain't worth my time. It's not worth my time. So I- Y'all keep on celebrating how y'all like to celebrate. Y'all have church, y'all go. No, but I really... Easter egg hunt. I don't know why you hunting for eggs. I have no idea when you can simply find them in the refrigerator at your house. (laughs) There's no need to hunt for them. I mean... But the eggs... But you have to dye the eggs at your house, then take them and hide them. Listen. And now, you know what? Now they don't even... even, Eggs. But you know what? Scrambled eggs... Eggs sunny side up, over easy. I don't even freaking eat eggs. So I really ain't got time to be playing around with them and talking about dying something to go take it to some place and have an Easter egg. I ain't concerned with that at all. Whatever. Y'all do it for y'all kids. That's cool. That's, yeah, whatever. But man, I ain't ain't concerned with that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you want you want to you want to impress me? Let's hunt for money. Let's 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 find where the gold is and the enrich uranium so we can sell that. Like, <laughs> you want to impress me? Let's do something like that. Uh, okay, let's see if we can find the lost treasure or something. You know, I don't I don't know. Hunting for eggs is not what I'm gonna do. 
here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what else you got? Who else can got shot and executed in the last week? I don't know, but I heard about somebody up in Detroit. Some some brother getting shot by the police. Say it was pretty bad. They caught it on video. I don't remember, but it was somewhere up in Detroit, Detroit City. Say basically like. He was laying down and they shot him in the back of the head, execution style. Here we go. I'd have gotten depressed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, I'm only bringing these topics up because we need to be aware of our surroundings and what's going on around us and uh, who you are kicking it with and drinking from their same cup, if you know what I mean. People you think that are your friends are not your friends. And your enemies ain't your friends, but they can become your friends sometimes just to execute you. So, you know, know who you're dealing with. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to be aware. Can we go now? I done got depressed. Again? I'm depressed. This was depressing. Let's talk about Christmas. What you want for Christmas? Don't say a million dollars. I can't afford that. <laughs> Let me think about it and get back to you. I gotta make it good. I gotta make it good. Gotta make it good. Anyway, y'all subscribe, like, follow, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the different platforms for podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Come join us for. The Elementary Chronicles coming soon. Yeah. Clubhouse. And remember, as always, to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric, baby. Insane rhetoric, baby. You know what it is. You know what it is. Hopefully, we won't depress y'all next Saturday. They depressed? Maybe they not. I might be the only one. Maybe. Let's see if we can get a psychiatrist on the show. Some, because <laughs> all this killing. Let's see if we can get a psychiatrist on the show that breaks down why people are murdering and just hurting each other. Because hurt people hurt people. Yeah. You know, so. Mm, yeah. Whether it's maybe. mentally or physically, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. That, that would be correct statement. Yeah. So, that's just that's just like guns don't kill people. People kill people. Exactly. I can't blame it on the gun. That's why we don't need stricter gun laws because it ain't the guns' fault. So, <laughs> look before we go because we done signed out. But listen, before we go, one of our listeners said that there's a man in South Carolina mm -hmm. that requested to be uh, executed by firing squad. They still do that. Yeah. You, can pick you know, we did a show like that. We did a show yeah. about all the different. You can you can pick your execution. Yeah. They still do that. Yeah, he wanted to. I want to see somebody go to the chair. I don't want to see any of it. I want to see somebody go to the chair. That's, that's what I'm talking about. If you're picking your execution, 
Let me tune into that. I don't want to see it. I mean, look, they still got, they still have, uh, like I say, you can pick your execution. You can still be hanged in certain yeah. states. And Texas is probably one of them. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, I mean, by firing squad, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I wonder, do everybody still, is everybody still shooting, though? Because, you know, like, they give one person the bullet, and then everybody else is just firing blanks. I wonder if that's still how they go. But nobody know who actually shot the man, so it won't be on their conscience. Can They're you tell me how good. to get how to get to say <laughs> rhetoric? Because I have learned today that only one person had a bullet, but he didn't know he had the bullet, so he wouldn't be on his conscience yeah. that he shot the person. I learned something new today again here on Insane Rhetoric. Yeah, they they that's the staff actually pre preloads the guns before the firing squad gets to them, and that's all they do is come pick up everything. Everybody pulls the trigger at the same time, so nobody knows who actually killed the person. Are they all sharpshooters? Because what if the one with the uh, what if the one with the bullet missed? He doesn't. Oh, they're all sharpshooters or marksmen. They are marksmen. Okay. They had training to do that. Oh, okay. well, at least they used to back in the day. I don't know how they do it now, but yeah, I used to have some friends who actually worked in uh correctional facility on um, state and federal levels. So me and them used to chop it up all the time about different things. Wow. That's I mean, but you gotta you gotta you, you gotta think like you you got a person asking for that and then you know what I'm saying you'll take that home with you if you knew you was the shooter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they had to find I mean it makes sense. I just didn't know that. Yeah, so they had to find a way to bypass that. Gotcha. Uh, but everything else, mm, sure. But anyway, bye, y'all. We're so happy you joined us for Rebroadcast Monday. Come back and join us on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, baby.